Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I'm Lauren. Hey Lauren, what's up? I'm Charles. <laughs> hey Charles, <laughs> what's up? We are, the last time we talked, uh, we did Basic Instinct, which is perfect because I had no idea that we were going to be doing Sliver, which we are today from 1993, directed by mm-hmm. Philip Noyce. And it was written by the same dude who wrote Basic Instinct, and Sharon Stone is also front and center in this one too yes and um i and re- i thought sharon cool uh sharon stone was like super cool and basic instinct but in this movie i like literally want to be her like right? i want everything her life she, i want everything her clothes, she does. i want her apartment i want to fuck billy baldwin <laughs> i was like everything she does i'm i was just finished watching it i was like texting charles while i was watching it and it was like um <laughs> It was like, dude, she is digmatized. She doesn't give a fuck. (laughs) She finds out this dude is like, spoiler alert, go watch it. It's on Hulu, and I think it's also on Amazon Prime. So if you haven't watched it, I'm going to pull what our friend Mikey was saying on his podcast. Stop right now and go watch it because we're (laughs) going to tell you all about it. But, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, go watch it. It, People were, man, horny for these movies in the 90s, quite literally and figuratively. And we got no Michael Douglas, which I was talking about Charles about with Charles off air. Um, yeah, we got a we got a we got an eye candy full in this. We movie. like had to kind of suffer through Michael Douglas and Basic Instinct, but we got paid. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, it was definitely well worth the just to see like Queen Sharon Stone in yeah. Basic Instinct. I mean, she is that entire film. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, so, I mean, yeah. So this one. I like that we have a different type of Sharon Stone. And also this is William Baldwin, Martin Landau's in there for a bit and Todd Berenger. And I think that's about it as the main cast. We also get Amanda Foreman, who was Felicity's roommate. If anyone has seen Felicity oh, in the 90s, wait. she's her assistant. Okay. Okay. The other girl who's her, her work friend, her? she looks very much like the girl in Seinfeld who was okay. Elaine's roommate in the early ones, but I'm not sure. I'm going to look this up. Her work friend is hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> she's really funny. Yeah. Is it? Oh, fuck. What is that girl's name? Colleen Camp. I'm pretty sure Okay. that she is in Seinfeld. She's also in Wayne's World, but let me see. Is she Elaine's roommate in Seinfeld? She's in Roseanne. Maybe not. She looks like that girl, though. Okay. Yeah. Crazy. But yeah, she is really funny. I really yeah. like her. <laughs> <laughs> I find it so funny. Um. So yeah, this is the first time I've ever seen it. And I'd seen it all the time, like on Netflix or wherever, like it's streaming somewhere. And I always see the cover and I'm like, oh, that looks like it's, it's probably gonna be pretty good. Like Sharon Stone, uh, William Baldwin, like cool. I only know William Baldwin or Billy Baldwin, I guess is his more kind of sort of known, uh, I only know him from Gossip Girl. Mm. Like, I that's what I recently remember him for. Does he still, do, like, what does he do now? Um, I don't know. Well, I think there was a time in, like, the early mid-90s when, like, Billy Baldwin was the more popular Baldwin. Like, I mean, I think that, like, yeah, Alec, Alec still, has got a resurgence in yeah, later years. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, because, um, like, he was in that movie Backdraft that came out in 1992, and it had, like, Kurt Russell in it. I think it was, like, one of those, like, summer blockbusters. And then, De Niro's in it too. I just looked that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, I, I um, want to see this now. I think I thought it was a western, and, and I wasn't then there is but... also the immortal classic from 1995 called Fair Game, starring starring Billy Baldwin and Cindy Crawford, 
which I saw. What is that? Um, oh, is it good? It's pretty. I mean, I mean, it, I mean, it's it's like bad, but it's pretty good for being bad. Oh shit! Like, okay. Um, He's also in the Purge, actually. Oh really? He's like he was in the season two of the Purge TV show, which I have to, or maybe season one. I have to say, anyone out there who's seen the Purge films, I really like them. Uh, the uh, TV show is actually pretty good. Like it's definitely okay. worth watching because it's kind of cool. I always want to know more about the situations and what could happen. It's cool to see that unfold over like ten up ep- ten episodes because yeah. you get a lot of questions answered um, and stuff. So it's pretty so, cool. Yeah, he is in that. So I quick, forgot. Wow, so fair yeah, game. So the quick like plot summary for Fair Game is Max Kirkpatrick is a cop who protects Kate McQueen, a civil law attorney, from a renegade KGB team out to terminate her. What? <laughs> yeah. That just sounds so crazy. The fact that it's Cindy Crawford in like '95. Like this was, I mean, Cindy Crawford in '95. She was like one of like the like super six, right? Like, I mean, oh I mean, yeah, definitely, like, yeah. Linda Evangelista, yeah. like Naomi, yeah. Oh, all of them, yeah. Christy yeah. Tarlington. Um. Yeah. Wow, that's so funny. <laughs> Yeah, because Alec definitely was in things, but I think Billy Baldwin was the one that they, like, didn't they mention it? I should know this. I don't even know why I'm saying it out loud, but I should know this because I know the script. But in Clueless, don't, I know they call people Baldwins if they're really hot. Oh. And I think they're probably referring to Billy. Yeah, well, yeah. They're definitely not referring to yeah, Alec I, in the mid-90s. I know that he was in stuff. I don't think he started getting popular until, like, the last, like, like, like 15 or 20 years or so. Like, I mean. Yeah. You know, um. Yeah, Alec, you mean? Yeah, yeah, Alec. Yeah, it was like 30. Yeah, right? yeah. It was like that. Like when he was in that, then he had like another resurgence and people were like, saw him all the time. And he's on SNL all the yeah. time. I think he's like out hosted. Yeah. Oh, cool. Like anyone. It's it's crazy. Yeah. He's like always on it. So, so yeah, that's so weird. That, yeah, I mean, whew, Billy Baldwin is, man. Yeah. It's, um, I am not complaining. <laughs> No, I did not realize like no one, no one told me. And there's a podcast that I just, I just started following called Dunzo and they did an episode of like the Britney doc and I was like listening to them. And then just the other day they, they put up sliver and I was like, shut up. I was like, me and Charles are about to do it. But an episode is like three hours and four minutes long. So now that I've seen it, I have to send it to you because I'm just like, what the fuck are they talking about for like over three hours? (laughs) I promise you this episode will not be three hours long. Although I don't know, maybe I mean, it will. Who the fuck I mean, knows? If we're gonna dissect <laughs> that sex scene, then maybe it is gonna be three hours. So. <laughs> yeah, because like it's a there's a lot. It's a lot of logistics. I have a lot of a lot of questions. I did. Um. So, so yeah. So what are your first impressions? Have you seen this before? So, um. No, I watched it maybe like three or four years ago, just because it was something I'd always known about but had never really seen. But um. Oh, like the Abercrombie and Fitch catalog. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Something you know about, but you like never really see it, but you used to hear all about this crazy scandalous fashion catalog. Um, so it was released in theaters on May 21st, 1993. And um, then about, I guess, um, about three weeks later. We were 10. We were, we were 10. <laughs> and then about three weeks later, on June 10th, 1993, Jurassic Park came out. And that was when, Whoa. like, my entire world exploded. And, you know, I was, like, changed forever. And so I, like, would probably go and see Jurassic Park, like, probably at least once every week or so, you know, for a while. Oh, my god! And so there was a time when I was hanging out with, with my dad. And he, um, 
I think he had already seen Jurassic Park like two or three times, and he was like, you know what, why don't we go to our own, own movies? And so I think I think I went to go see Jurassic Park, and he might have gone to see this. <laughs> no yeah. way! I love how your dad comes up in like every like weird erotic thriller. It's like, uh, yeah, he probably went to see this. Wow. Yeah, because that was probably a big, you know, like a big push, because Sharon Stone was Sharon yeah, Stone. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, she was a big I deal. Think, I, I think my dad m- might have had a secret, not or secret or not so secret crush on Sharon Stone. So, uh, yeah, and I think every woman loved Billy Baldwin. <laughs> yeah. So there's something for everybody <laughs> in this film, you know. Um. Well, yeah, yeah so, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, so, but I'd say I probably saw it for the first time maybe like three or four years ago. Just so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. But well, what about you? I mean, I just saw this now, and I'm glad that I did. And now that I'm really excited to listen to that three-hour episode, because I want to know what the hell they're going to talk about. But I haven't listened to it yet, so it will not affect our review. But, um, yeah, I have some behind-the-scenes notes. Okay, cool. uh, Or a few. I have, well, we already talked about, oh, I also have a note that Zeke is such a great character name. It's also the name of Josh Hartnett and the faculty. It is. It is. Zeke is, is Billy Baldwin uh, for people out there. Uh, Carly is Sharon Stone. Jack is Tom Berenger. Those are yeah. basically the three. Oh, and what? Vida? I think her name looks like Vida. Yeah. But they keep calling her Vida. She's like the neighbor. Um, um, and then. Who lives next to Sharon and then Stone. Naomi Singer is the woman who lived in Sharon Stone's apartment before she moved in and was murdered. Yes, yeah. and was thrown off the balcony. What is she on the twentieth yes. floor? Yes, and but yeah, um, okay. I think that everyone that doesn't know it was it was murder. They all think that it was suicide. Yes, yes, um, and this is based on a book by Ira Levine. Who also, also too. wrote Rosemary's Baby. Mm-hmm. And I guess he was also hesitant to sell the book rights. Yeah. Of of this because I think of how like other versions turned up after Rosemary's mm-hmm. Baby, like. I think he liked that, but also, and the I have a note too on the writer. He, we already talked about how he did Flashdance and Showgirls and Basic Instinct, but they changed the script. And at the end, when she says like "Get a life," which is this is probably the worst ending movie I've ever seen, it just literally stopped. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "Uh, what? What? <laughs> like this is literally it? Like." Do we don't see the cops anymore? He's getting away with this. Is this legal? Like, no. Like, you shot this place up. No one's called the police after hearing multiple gunshots, yeah. like, go off in this apartment building. Like, it just ended. So I was like, okay. So, uh, but it was just So weird. he just has to live with being a loser? Is that what the lesson is? <laughs> He's rich. Can't he just move to another building and build this whole thing yeah, again? <laughs> just, like, do this. Like, that's why I'm like, wait, it's still illegal that he's, like, bugged these people's fucking apartments. Yeah. And, like, he can just get other screens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's rich. I, I was like, okay, this is super weird. Apparently, so, yeah. And also, another interesting thing, um, that, yeah, when she says get a life, they rewrote the ending, like, so many times and had to change it that the writer, like, hated yeah. it. He hated that that's how, apparently, that's how it ended. So, the budget was 30 to $40 million, and it made 123.9 at the box office. Okay. So, I mean, did pretty I mean, well. it's a horrible movie. It's, like, not bad. <laughs> like... I mean, it's kind of bad. I feel like the thing about Basic Instinct is it's actually, like, a really Mm -hmm. good movie. And I feel like my only, like, 
my only like uh hot take or like bit of beef with this is that I feel like both Sharon Stone and Billy Baldwin are like way better actors yeah. than this. And I feel like Sharon Stone was just not used to her yeah. ability. Like in Basic Instinct, she's so like I don't know, she's just so multi-layered and she just seems way more like helpless and kind of just like a little bit like not sure of herself which i guess is the character mm. but i don't know if it's being meant to be played that way or i just don't like to see her yeah. like that I, I just rather i know she's way better than that so i'm just like uh oh, this movie's just kind of weird and then i found out that both william and sharon stone did not like each other and they wanted their films their scenes filmed separately oh, whenever really? possible they like demanded oh, it. Oh. So like they, yeah. So like they don't have that chemistry, which is I think where it lies kind of weird. Okay. I don't know. And I also, I feel like the chemistry that we were looking into with Michael Douglas and Sharon Stone, I feel like, cause he was very worried about like, I don't want to have to carry this whole movie because she wasn't very mm. known and he didn't know if she could do it. Like, I, I don't. And I feel like, and then when that whole weird shit, the director pulled like with the, you know interrogation scene yeah. like i feel like they just kind of discounted her and she's just like so badass and and it just seems kind of like i don't know like either they're like jealous or they're like intimidated by her her like amazing acting but it's just yeah I, that's the only gripe i have is that well she doesn't have the chemistry once i read that i was like oh so they're one of those like they're playing they're playing a couple as like just a fight and fuck couple. yeah yeah but they're not really fighting though but there's no like intense love there. It's very like, that's very porny. Oh yeah. That's why this movie is like very cinematic porny. Cause you're like, I don't believe that you're like in love and it's this like fucking amazing scene. You know what I mean? we're not watching like Bridgerton yeah. or like some romance thing where they like build it up, you know, like we're watching like these people that are, just, she's just digmatized. Yeah. Like I, she's just like, she's coming back for the mm. D like <laughs> straight up, straight up. And like more props to you. And I love that. She just like completely like I've got to quits her job. It <laughs> just like takes off like several days, comes back in all like fucking discombobulated and her coworkers like, girl, where have you been? Oh, I know where you've been. I was like, wait, wait, in what world? <laughs> she's just like popping back in. She's got work to do, but she doesn't care. Like she's, Digmatized, dude. He ghosted and got into your computer in 1993, which is sketchy as fuck. It's still sketchy yeah. if someone is remotely patching into your computer and like drawing something over top of what it, you're doing. You don't smile and then run back, but you do for the D, apparently. It, <laughs> it's sure it's, it's not cute. It's not romantic. It's a. It, I'm pretty sure it's a crime. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right it's sketchy i was like i think i texted you like he's giving me like serial killer but computer geek realness yeah like, i know right he's a weirdo um but but he's a hot I, um he yeah, he certainly is um <laughs> <laughs> um and see oh i have kurt russell turned down the role of jack okay and also when Sharon Stone suggests to her, her co-workers, like, I got tickets to Pavarotti so I can go to the opera and, like, try to meet guys. She's like, you should get tickets to Pearl Jam, not Pavarotti. <laughs> yeah. And then when she hosted SNL the year before, Pearl Jam was the guest. Oh, that was cool. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool. A nice little grungy uh, grungy uh, connection in there. And then also Johnny Depp and Val Kilmer turned down the role of Zeke. Oh, uh, okay. 
Well, so, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of okay with the way things turn, turn, turned out, like, in terms of casting. I definitely can't see Johnny Depp yeah. in this. I can definitely see Val Kilmer in this. Yes. Um, but yeah, what are your, what's your behind the scenes? Because you have some casting. Um, yes, well, you, um, you, you just talked about both, both of them. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you don't have any other Um, but, uh, so Sharon Stone's salary for this movie was 2.5 million. Um, and in today's money that works out to about 4.6 million. Damn. Um, so, but this was back in 19, 1993, so I think that was, like, a pretty, and it was after Basic Instinct, so I think that was, like, kind of, like, the cap about what they were willing to yeah. in actress at that time. And it was, like, an erotic thriller. It's not, like, a, a blockbuster. Yeah. Like, it's meant for just adults, yeah. you know, so they're not expecting it to make, like, a ton of... So, the original ending, um, was supposed to have Zeke revealed to be the killer, which makes a lot more sense, right? Right? I was like, it was not Jack. I mean, like, this is weird. Um, and like, I think there was like a whole, um, this like whole ending scene where they were supposed to be in a helicopter flying over, over a volcano. And, you know, I think Zeke like leans over towards Carly and assists, you know, something and like kind of confesses. And she's just like, okay. And then they just kind of keep, keep on flying. So like, that's so again he gets away yeah, with it yeah. <laughs> in both scenarios he still gets yeah. away with it um so um i mean i mean i think any ending would have been better than what we got however that said i do love that like the last line of this movie is get a life <laughs> right so that's so weird that's definitely the title of this episode <laughs> just so everyone knows um i'm excited that i'm putting this up tomorrow so it's gonna be like kind of topical but but yeah this is like this was yeah this was a lot yeah, man. um this... and then um just 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 because i'm always curious about this stuff um the rotten tomato scores um the critics gave um um, this movie for a critic score has a eleven percent, and it has an audience score of twenty eight percent. Eleven percent. Yeah, I mean it's not. Oh, but the audience is twenty eight. Yeah, so that's like I mean it's, double. It's, yeah. it, it has its flaws. There are a couple scenes. I mean, the production seemed kind of rushed. Like there are a couple scenes that end like really quickly and like it's abruptly. Just, we're chopping. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it, it seems like it. Uh, like they like it, it seems like uh it it I don't know just it it felt kind of rushed and kind of patched together I guess but yeah it did have I mean, a weird flow but I mean despite all that I still don't think this movie is like unwatchable or anything you know no yeah. no it's definitely not unwatchable yeah. I mean I I mean I I mean yeah. I watched it last night and I had fun so um you know <laughs> I had fun <laughs> um, so so yeah. <laughs> Cool. Um, yeah, have any more notes? Uh, that's it for me. Nice. Okay. Um, so the fashion is done by Deborah Scott. Oh my god. Um, it's it's so cool. Okay, so good. it's so good. Like, okay, so in the beginning, she wears that awesome outfit that's like all white. It's like the beige coat, the like beige tam, and the beige sweater with that big slouchy black leather yeah, bag. Yeah. I think that's when she's going just to see the apartment. Yeah. Um, I thought that was really cool when she has lunch and she has that choker on. Yeah, that was cool with the with the blazer. 
it's so cool like oh it's so cool and she's like the brownie lipstick and let's see and then i love that green coat that she has what scene was that in uh, I think it's when she comes. She comes back in her apartment for something. She might have been at work, okay. and it's just like a, like almost like a faded teal mm-hmm. color. It's like a light turquoise, but it's not like very bold. But it's really fucking okay. cool. Um, I feel like it was raining or something. I remember she like came in and she had. I was like, whoa, that coat's really cool. And then for oh god, Billy Baldwin at the gym. Thank you. Um, um, yeah, I um. I, I I really like when he's when they're leaving the gym and he has on like the same sweats but with that long black coat like oh god yeah. it looks so good I love that outfit and I also like um his heat Keith Haring graphic tee yeah like at the end that's like tucked in his jeans and he has like a blazer it's so 90s I love yeah. it it's so fucking it's so like Christian Slater like early Brad Pitt it's so like what those kind of dudes were wearing mm-hmm he could also pull off that like cropped thing that Johnny Depp had on in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, he could. You know the cropped the the cropped sweater that could. like '90s guys wore. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> certainly good. Um, yeah. So, what are your standouts? Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, I I did I did love her opening outfit. I thought I thought I thought it was great. Um, so cool. I also love what her uh, friend at work is wearing, like in her first scene, which is like the black blazer. And like the blouse that's like I think it's like yellow and green and white and black, I wanna say. Um oh, yeah. and then she's wearing the glasses with the chains and she, she like has like the, the uh, brooch. Um that's, mm-hmm. that's really cool. She looks like an old librarian. Yeah. yeah. In like Portland. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> she um if she were alive today, she would basically be the queen of Brooklyn. Like, I mean, <laughs> like <laughs> um I'm trying to think. I forget. I forget what scene it is, but there's a scene when he's wearing like kind of a white puffy sweater that just looks really comfortable. And I think he's wearing it with jeans and he's like, I want, he, I think he's barefoot. Um, <sighs> and he's so I, um, I, um, I deeply appreciated that. Um, <laughs> and then um, I um, love, um, I love Carly's outfit when she's wearing like that um, black dress when they go out to dinner and like, um, he like leans over her and she, he's just like, I want to see your bra, you know? You know, and then, and then, no, he has the suit on, yeah. Though, yeah. Um, and like the suit that he's wearing is pretty great. And then after she shows him the bra, he's just like, I want to see your panties. <laughs> so, <laughs> but he doesn't say it in this weird, like, weird accent. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he definitely, but he definitely, like, says it really loud, which is so funny. Yeah. I was like, this is a Spin Max porn from 1993. <laughs> they, like, repackaged into, like, a mainstream movie with, like, mainstream actors. Yeah. Um... I was like, what is he doing? I was like, this is rated R, right? <laughs> like, apparently there was some confusion, or not confusion, but they had to reshoot stuff because it originally was NC-17. I was like, no shit. <laughs> what the fuck else did they cut out? And they did, he did Showgirls, and that was NC-17. Yeah. That was, like, the only NC-17 movie I remember, like, in my childhood, where it was, like, actually rated NC-17. Yeah, same. Thing. everything else i think was always R. yeah um so yeah it's kind of funny um so i'm trying to think i think um i i, I do i do love that 
um his like um look with like the blazer and like the and like the white graphic tee and like is, is it jeans mm-hmm. that he's wearing? Yeah, it's yeah. jeans. Yeah, it's so nineties. Um it's like such a nineties staple guy out Yeah, 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 it is. Um I'm just like, well, you were just plucked straight off the set of Melrose Place, weren't you? Um Oh yes, very <laughs> Melrose Place, Beverly Hills. Um, yeah, totally. But um yeah, I think that's all I have I, I have for fashion. Cool. Okay, so for music, there's just a few notes here. They have a soundtrack, which is kind of like medley, which is really weird. Um, That is actually went number 23 on the Billboard chart (laughs) when it came out, so that's kind of crazy. Um, Massive Attack is in it. My Life with the Thrill Kill Cult, which is also featured the band in The Crow and The Club. Um, Not the one with the girl, the other one uh they uh it was just so weird i'm like they're in the soundtrack did i miss it were they at a club and i like didn't hear this slow music or just um zeke have it like playing in the background when you see his computers and i guess i'm just not hearing it like i don't think the music is very loud if it is it's not like a huge part of it it's not like something that you hear constantly so um so yeah that's only note that i had howard shore did the music like supervising uh, and okay. score and all that stuff and i believe he also did it for like boardwalk empire I think he did for like lord of the rings movies oh wow yeah i was gonna say he's like a big mm. deal yeah so that's kind of crazy that he did it yeah he's canadian oh okay yeah he did lord of the rings and hobbit oh nice yeah wow that's crazy he's like the john williams you know, like does all yeah. the big ones. That must be so cool. Oh wow, he did the Twilights, the Aviator. Ooh, God, that's that's a contrast. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, I'm... that's so crazy. The conductor for Striptease. Wow. <laughs> the music producer for Seven. Yeah, Ed Wood, the client, Mrs. Doubtfire. Cool. Wow, that's pretty cool. Sliver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's pretty cool silence of the lambs yeah okay cool the conductor wow yeah so he's a big deal and he worked on snl too in the 80s 70s and 80s so very cool uh yeah that's all i have for music do you have any um, more notes I know, you know i um i sort of forgot that there was music going on in the background i, I like kind of wasn't really paying attention um yeah it wasn't really like that's not really what it was about yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) i mean like it definitely had some kind of like cheesy like instrumental moments but i was like is this instrumental or this is nothing to do with anything because like what's going on um i i did i did however um think it was cool that like the title of the opening score leading into the credits was called carly's loneliness Uh (laughs) (laughs) i know god how sad (laughs) Like, how sad. I also did we... Okay, so now um, I guess we'll move into the story. If you have any favorite scenes and lines, I wrote the intro music dot, dot, dot. Um, it was it was pretty good. And we find out kind of early in that she's 35 and that she was married for seven years. And I guess they've divorced. Yeah. And we find out later that she's, she wanted to divorce him. I wish we saw him. Yeah, yeah. That would Like, that's kind of one person yeah. I wish I think we were kind of missing. Um, that would have helped a bit. But uh, yeah, she's a book editor in New oh, York City, and when we first—I oh, know she has an amazing she has job. job. She has a great office, and like she seems to be like pretty like popular, and you know everyone seems to like like her, and she just seems great. She gets to go out to lunch like each day. I don't know. It just seems—it seems like a really cool job. <laughs> it definitely does seem like a really yeah. cool job. Like she's definitely like doing her thing in New York in mm-hmm. the '90s, and she used to live in the village. I was like, bitch, why are you moving uptown? Yeah. 
Like, why are you moving up there? But I don't know. Maybe she lived there with her ex-husband. Like, yeah, maybe, maybe that's why she's leaving. Um, but yeah, so that was that I thought was really cool. And then of course we get the Pearl Jam comment I wrote pretty early is when you meet the the coworker where she's like, I'm trying to find a man. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, You should go to see Pearl Jam, not Pavarotti. <laughs> um, and then she so she moved into this building. As we mentioned earlier, this woman has been um well I uh, thought attempted suicide mm -hmm. and it will actually committed suicide not attempted and that's why this part apartment is vacant so she goes to see it and i think you know she really really likes it you keep seeing these screens every now and again that you see that there are people are in surveillance but you're not exactly sure like who it is or like who's behind yeah. it um for the first like part of the film like you'll find out who it is but but i just wrote oof billy baldwin when you first see him and he like helped Ooh, her in the yeah. building yeah uh, yeah. I don't know. I think he might be wearing something really hot there too. Yes. Is he wearing another graphic tee? Oh, gosh, you know, I don't remember, <sighs> but it's like it doesn't even matter because it's really Paul. Yeah, he literally comes on and you're like, oh yeah. Hey. <laughs> all right, cool. I'm pretty sure he was wearing something hot, as oh, yeah. he often does. I mean, but <laughs> I doubt he was we're wearing some some Uggs and a tank top or anything weird like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no, not the Uggs and a tank top. That would not. I would not say no to that. I mean, it, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. It's it, it's it's example. I'm sure there are uglier ones, but I mean, I, I, I think if you're Billy Baldwin, it's like all, if you wear something, you make it hot regardless of what it is. <laughs> <laughs> even if he has on like a uh, cargo shorts <laughs> and like a fucking budweiser muscle tea, yeah you'll still yeah. be like yes i still like this <laughs> um that's so funny uh i wrote this building is and this old guy who we meet that she he like kind of forces himself upon uh carly i was like this is weird yeah yeah, like that old guy was weird. Did you find him weird? The um, the one who was like, "I'm going to Japan to look at cameras." It, the, um, I mean, like, I mean, I, I mean, it's one thing to say hi, but Carly's body language kind of seemed like, "All right, hi." I'm kind of ready to end this conversation, you know? Yeah, totally. And he's like, "I want your number." I I knew Naomi. We were friends. Yeah, I was, uh, like, I was like, "Girl, she just moved in." <laughs> And also I thought when they showed the other girl dying and well, she, we saw her getting pushed mm -hmm. really, but it, you know, people thought she committed suicide. It looked like Sharon Stone. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's why I was like, Oh, she has this basic instinct. Is she the one who does it? Like, did she move into the place that is like her hunting ground? Yeah. Like, that's kind of what I thought oh. that would have probably made a better film. Yeah. <laughs> now that yeah. I think about it, but, but, um, and then she ends up just, uh, framing Billy Baldwin for her crimes and then moving on. That would essentially be like the best. Damn. Someone should write that. Yeah. <laughs> someone should, someone should write that. But, um, but yeah, so I, I was just like, oh God, I, I was like, I thought she was going to end up being the the killer and there was no big reveal i was also kind of like let down by the way it kind of unfolded yeah, it, um like like the oof. reveal was kind of it was kind of like a wet fart like it just kind of like <laughs> fizzled out you know <laughs> <laughs> it also was just so like it was it was just so anticlimactic yeah. it was like the, the the several reveals that we got throughout the film like we got um the reveal when we find out it's zeke with all these cameras and he owns the goddamn building mm -hmm. and he's like hiding it in a weird way i also find it really strange the way they introduced jack and he was like 
when he came over to the lunch table and he's like, she's never read your books. And she's like, no, I've never read you. And then he's like, well, I'm going to give you books. You're going to love them. You're going to be great. And she's like, okay, whatever. And then she gets them. And then he's like pressuring her, like sending that note being like, yeah, I'm in control now. I'd be like, the fuck? Like, hmm, okay. Um, You're a shitty writer. seen in the park when he like attacks her. And he's like, I was joking. Ha ha. You know? Yeah. When he like runs up on her, like he's about to attack like, her. What I was is like, wrong with you? Like, men are insane <laughs> like like this is not even just a, a story thing like this is rooted in some type of reality and there are men like him who yeah, exist, yeah who definitely think something completely different is happening than what's actually happening it's really fucking annoying yeah, yeah i mean absolutely. and he's not hot <laughs> it's not it's not <laughs> billy baldwin <laughs> billy baldwin's got a, a heap more problems but um I also said, okay, yeah, Jack sending her that book note was really weird. The fact that it mentioned control, it, that was not hot. Like, you're not going to pull a Christian Grey over here. Like, I yeah. no, I don't subscribe to this. Oh, also, apparently, I read in the notes, um, sidebar, that Billy Baldwin initially uh, confirmed male frontal nudity and then pulled out at the last uh, second. Well, another Michael Douglas pussy. <laughs> here we go. And yet, she's got to fucking do everything. Yeah, I know. So... I mean, like, and okay. I think because of that, her salary should be twice what his was, you know? Easily. Yeah, and, like, script supervisor. Mm -hmm. Like, I want all control on every sex scene mm -hmm. because I'm the only one who's fucking naked in yeah. here. Like, oh, God. No wonder they didn't get along. I bet a, now that we see, like, who gets along and who doesn't get along in, like, co-stars and you find all this, like, weird tension. Batman Forever was apparently a clusterfuck. Oh, really? um, mm -hmm. So, like, it's just so crazy to see all these films that you're like, wow, I can't believe like they hate each other, like, or they just really didn't get along like during filming, like Leo and Claire during Romeo and Julia, yeah. and they're playing like the most romantic couple like in existence. And like it's like you hate them or you just don't like yeah. them, but you have to like work through it because it's a job, you know? It's like you have to do it. So yeah, the fact they didn't get along here, it's just like it, it's just probably like that like fight and fuck mentality. Like I hate you so much. Like they're just hate fucking you. Yeah. Either. And he's a liar and sleeping with everyone in the building anyway. As how old do you think he's supposed to be? She's thirty five, and he's like when they when they're like first talking. I think after the gym, which I'll go back to the gym, but like he he's like, you think I'm too young for you, don't you? I was like, aren't you like around her yeah. age? Like you're not like twenty five. I mean, like how old is he, is he supposed I mean, to be? I, I guess he could be in his twenty five, but I, I sort of thought he was like I don't know. I thought he was at least thirty. Like. That's what I thought. Yeah, and she's 35. Yeah. She's supposed to be 35. So, like, why is he acting like he's, like, yeah, 19? I, mean, I, mean, <laughs> I was like, I mean, you're not I mean, that young. Not a big deal. Like, you know. Yeah, I, I never thought there was, like, a weird age gap. I, I don't know why he, he mentioned yeah. that. That was kind of strange. Um, And then I love that he, at the cocktail party, he, like, shows up. I guess she invited him. She didn't invite Jack, but he shows up, yeah. too. Yeah, he did. And it's so creepy that he lives in the building. Like, why does everyone live in this goddamn yeah, building? <laughs> like, Jack lives there? Like, weird. Like, I don't know. But, yeah, it, it's super strange. But, of course, and it's like this... It's a weird-looking building, it too. Yeah. It, and it's um, Sliver, <laughs> is, I guess, the name it, of um, it. sort of reminds me of this, uh, like, TV Fox movie that I saw that came out, like, in the 90s, back when, like, Fox made their own film. Like, like their own movies for, like, a Monday night thing. And I forget what it was called, but it had Paul Reiser in it. 
and it was the guy who started Paul Reiser, the dude from yeah, About yeah. You. Um, oh my God. And it was about a guy who starts um, to work in like a super like technologically advanced building and something happens and the building's like computer system becomes aware and it starts like traps everyone in the the building and tries to kill them. <laughs> and Oh, some Westworld ex machina yeah, shit. Yeah. And so oh, and crazy. It took place in a building that kind of looked like the apartment building. So yeah. Oh cool. Yeah. It reminds me of an apartment building in Demolition Man. Oh, okay. Like the buildings in that yeah. movie, like uh which we did an episode on a while back. It wasn't the most popular. I guess people don't know Sly Stallone <laughs> and Wesley Snipes make really good actors. You're movies, missing but... out, people. Yeah, you're missing out. Go watch Demolition Man. Yeah. It's fucking great. I was going to do Face Off, but then I was like, well, no one really liked Demolition Man, so maybe I won't do Face Off. So if anyone out here cares about Face Off and also Mazel to Nick, Nick Cage got married again like yesterday really? for like the sixth <laughs> time. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, big ups to him, I guess, for that. Uh, and, uh, yeah, if you want to see Face Off, then just let us know. But, uh, yeah, I was going to do it. I love it. I have it on Blu-ray among, among any a lot of things. But, yeah, uh, that's that was pretty cool. So yeah, I kind of want to do it. Also, I wrote, oh yeah, hi, thanks for this gym scene. He like asked her like, hey, like, do you want to go work out? And she's like, I don't work out. He's like, come on, it's fun. I was like, eh, this would be my complete like abort mission. You're not getting, I love how she's like, there are mirrors there. I don't want to go. He's like, no, 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 there are no mirrors. It's totally cool. It's fine. I was like, oh, he's a gym dude. Yeah. I was like, oh no. I, I was like, I just, oh. I don't know. I'm, I'm like a big, I'm like a big fan of exercise, but I don't want to like go to a gym to do it like i sort of want to incorporate it into my day like i want to like go for a walk you know and, yeah like you're doing you know, or like you know go for a bike ride or something like I, it's just i mean i don't find going to gyms particularly fun or enjoyable so no but some people it's like a meat market, yeah i know. You know i mean that's basically like what it is but i i can't get down with that because i'm not going to be that person that's going to be like a gym yeah. buddy with you like sorry it's not going to happen but granted she goes because what? Say it. Say it. She's digmatized. Digmatized. She's curiously digmatized. <laughs> she's not quite there yet. So she's like, "All right, fine, I'll go." I'm like, "Big up, Sharon. I would totally go too." <laughs> I, if if like if he like was like, "Hey, let's go to the gym," and he looked like mm-hmm. that, I probably would too. I'll do whatever I got to do for the next like month or so, and then I'm cutting yeah. out. I'm cutting yeah. bait because he's probably crazy. Guess what he is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what he is? But people who are hot are always end up probably being crazy. So <laughs> it's just like how it works. So she goes, um, she goes to the gym, and then we get that like super weird exercise he's doing on that weird machine where his like leg is going back. Oh, he's like looking at yeah, her. Then- <laughs> directed this because no woman is interested in this at all could you imagine if a woman directed that would be really cool actually like right i feel like it's 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 very like i feel like some of the scenes are so cheesy and so weird and i'm like who approved this yeah like that scene was really strange and weird that weird like controly scene where she was having lunch and she had that amazing choker on and jack came over and he was like really aggressive about why she hadn't read his book yeah, i was like I, I was like this is necessary I don't, I don't know i mean stop asking her every 10 minutes have you read my goddamn book like i mean 
And I love how the guy, I think Martin Landau, her boss, said that she had, and she was like, I haven't. <laughs> like, she quickly was like, no, I haven't. I haven't read your shit. You're fucking bullshit. And, and he was like, yeah, she's got good taste. She hasn't read you yet. And he's like, she'll read me. She'll read me whenever I want her to. I was like, whoa. The library <laughs> is open. <laughs> right? Right? Like, wow. Okay. Although reading may be fundamental, you might want to learn to spell first, you illiterate fuck. <laughs> it's like so it's just like so fucking unnecessary and i was like a man did yeah, this yeah a man did this the way you really do this and i feel like the way that this movie would have been so my one uh big huge main hot take if this film was filmed in the vein of american psycho by mary heron we might be talking about it that would movie. be super cool actually so dope i feel like she could totally do this story and use these actors and make them in a way because the way christian bale and his douchey friends are misogynist Mm. to women is really different the way that it's framed it's really different and probably it's because there there's a woman behind it even though they're like like the subject matter is completely fucked up the guy's like a cannibalistic serial killer in patrick bateman but it's like filmed in this like really crazy way you know, like there's like bordering on fantasy and reality, which could definitely play in this. In this yeah, one. Um, there's also a movie that um, I think came out like in like 1996, and it's called In the Company of Men. Um, oh, I've heard of that. And what is it that? has like Aaron Eckhart, and um, it's like about two guys, and they're um, it's just they're like re- these really nasty, like misogynistic people. And they be, and it's um mm-hmm. and they basically um like target a secretary um who like works in the office environment who's like deaf and like v- very meek and quiet and they what? like um they like um they they like uh develop they were a romantic relationship with her just so they can break her heart yeah what? and it's um it's 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 good but it's rough like uh, oh my god and they made yeah, that. Yeah. Damn, yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at the poster now on uh on the you know Google. Damn, that's sad. Yeah, but I mean it's um I mean I mean I mean like the characters are really horrible people, but it's actually a really good good movie. Um, yeah, it says it's good reviews. Yeah, I'm yeah. curious to see it. Wow, that's crazy. I mean, this was definitely the like we said before when we did the Crush, which also came out the same year. This was a wild, wild west of film. Oh, games. absolutely. <laughs> Like the nineties were just like do like it's really crazy to think that because independent was so mm-hmm. new, like getting independent and like different kind of films out and funded was so new. Now there's so many ways to, you know, put all these films out that go on like Amazon or like wherever that there's just way more like financing options. But back then to have these like crazy themes that people gave money to, that big star yeah. were in. Yeah. You know, it was like, you know, it was really surprising. You're like, wow, I can't believe they did this, you know, like actually did this film and got greenlit yeah, i think it was a n- nominee for the golden camera at, uh, at con uh, oh wow sure the golden camera is but i guess it's something to do with like a camera or something um and then <laughs> wait that this is in the company of yeah Mindy? yeah uh, oh wow okay a bunch of indie spirit awards so, like, oh for, yeah like, that's another actor, big one best supporting actress and like best Oh, crazy! But yeah, 
Um, okay, so then we're at the gym. It was so weird. I wrote, how come she looks mousy sometimes, and then other times she looks really hot? Yeah. Like, sometimes they make her look really just, like, meh. And then other times she looks, like, super hot, but it's, like, such a well, it's, difference. It's where she seems, she seems a lot more powerful when she's on her own. Like, when she's yeah, alone. She but when she's, like, she's, like, with, like, Zeke or, like, um, you know, like, uh, Jack, like, she, I don't, I don't know, she doesn't look as, like, commanding, I guess. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. True. That, like, I don't, I don't know, um, but yeah. You think it's because of the, the lack of chemistry with I mean, Billy Baldwin? I mean, that's a huge part of it. <laughs> that has to be a huge part of it, because when she was with Michael Douglas in Basic Instinct, she wasn't like that mm-hmm. at all. Granted, she was very domineering, and she was very she was a lot more confident and self-assured that character and this one she has been like kind of traumatized with this divorce which is why i want more information about this divorce because i feel like it plays such a big part in her emotional stage but we don't really know the ins and outs like he was boring that's all we hear or that's what that guy said like fucking jack when he ran up on her was like oh that's because you were married to a boring man i was like what how do you know? Was he famous? Yeah. Like, how do you know? I mean, like, and why are you not boring? You're apparently can't get your dick <laughs> up. I guess is what it is, and I guess that's why she isn't that why he killed a girl. I think so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, men are trash. <laughs> so, so crazy. Oh god. Um, and I also I wrote okay. So then they leave the gym and they're walking. He's wearing that amazing black coat, and then he's like. Uh, I have to tell you something. And I was like, oh, Lord, he's probably married. <laughs> and then um, and then he's like, I have to tell you something. He's like, I own the building. Or actually, maybe, he, I don't know if he tells her that, but he's like, I, uh, like, I'm a computer geek. I, I work at home. So like, you know, whatever. And she's like, oh, cool. And I was like, wait a minute. So he's also this unicorn of like a super hot computer nerd who works out three to four times a week. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? I was like, he builds video games and he was looking at all these screens and like all this weird shit. Different people in one body. Like he really is. Like it's too much. And then of course I was like, of course she's banging away. This is when we get into like her first, like, you know, uh, she's just like at his apartment. I think he's like, Oh, I have some beer. You want some beer? And she's like, Oh wow. You actually have it. I was like, here comes the Skinamax. Yeah. Like, here here we go. And then, of course, after she's, like, randomly sleeping with him, he's like, I have to tell you something. I own the building. And the cops found out yesterday, and I made it really hard for them to find out. But, like, I'm super rich, and, like, I have all this money. And I was like, damn, he's rich, too? I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is too much. He doesn't even need to, like, work. He owns this building. Like, girl, get your life. <laughs> um, And then this that's when we get the dinner. That like super awkward dinner where he's like, come downstairs uh, in one hour and we're going to dinner. And she like wears all that like um, outfit. Oh, I think before that, Jack is like in her fucking house. Yeah. Um, and um, she seems cool about that. <laughs> yeah. It's happened twice. <laughs> and like people have been leaving shit in her apartment and she seems okay yeah, about like, it. When the, when, when the telescope sh- sh- showed up, I was like, how are you so like okay with this? Like... <laughs> And like accepting yeah. it, and like, who the fuck put this in my house? Yeah, don't <laughs> like. Why are you not screaming? I, I, right I doubt now. the first thing you would do is go and spy on the neighbors. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, and then also have people over and not even remember that, like, you're super voyeuristic and into watching people bang. <laughs> and apparently, like, you forget everyone's around. And you, I love when they, they're at that cocktail party and she's like, they're, oh, my God, they're doing it. Oh, yeah, they are. And everyone's like, don't hog it. Me, me. <laughs> yes. Like, um, one of my like, one wow. of my favorite scenes was when, like, that was going on and, like, um, Carly looks through the telescope and she has this, like, Beavis and Butthead, like, chuckle as she's watching them have sex. <laughs> yeah, it's it so funny. Laugh, like. It's really funny. I was like, wow, I guess people were, like, super voyeuristic because, like, the notion of a videotape was yeah, pretty new, yeah. too. Like, a lot of people didn't just have video cameras in 93. They were still really expensive. And it was more of, like, a luxury. But it was a bit more consumer, I guess, as the mm. 90s went on. Like, more and more people had them. But yeah, so like tape and like taping yourself was like a new yeah. formula. Like that was a new, I guess, curious thing. Now, of course, we know it's so done. We have phones now with our own video cameras, know. you know? So now it's like not a novelty. But back then it was like a novelty yeah, yeah. when you like had shit on, on tape, you know? So yeah, I thought that was really interesting. And then I wrote, OMG, he has all the cameras. <laughs> I also love that elderly couple that's sitting there. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> at the dinner they're like oh my god they're, they're like oh, it's yeah, really it, funny it, they sort of had a we shouldn't be watching this but we don't really want to look away <laughs> that's how i felt well I, it, I didn't have a like we don't really want to be watching this but i was like are they gonna fuck in this I, restaurant <laughs> like, what's gonna, like on the table in the main room and then i thought i thought for sure that he owned the restaurant <laughs> yeah. Like almost like pulling like a, a Christian Bale and Batman, yeah. where like he walks over and I think what Harvey's like, oh no, there's no more room. He's like, that's okay, I own yeah. the place. <laughs> and then he's like, and he brings up, uh, they just like bring over a table for him. That's kind of what I thought. I thought that they were gonna be like, um, like they were gonna complain to a waiter or something and be like, hey, uh, they're being really inappropriate. And like, uh, he owns the place. Yeah, <laughs> like he can do and, whatever the no, fuck he wants. I have to say, even if he did own the place, they still they still probably shouldn't be be. be, be doing that you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's weird it's definitely fucking weird like i can't i mean i can't imagine it but i feel like and they do it in movies all yeah. the time like they always ask like women to take their underwear off all the time in movies like where they're sitting mm -hmm. at a table like i've seen it like multiple times even on like reality shows where it's fake i'm just like why are they doing this this is like a movie <laughs> thing it's like so weird yeah it's super strange um Let's see. I wrote, this is totally like the weirdest fucking script. Yeah. There's just like so many weird, like there's just so many weird quotes throughout. I don't have any favorite scenes. I just have a few more notes. Do you have any specific favorite uh, yes. scenes? Um, so, so yeah, what are yours? I love, um, I, I love her opening conversation with her friend at work when, you know, her, when, when her, when her, when her sexless friend is like, why can't I find a man? You know? And, um, know. and you know, and then Carly's like, I just don't know if I'm ready to meet anyone new. And then her friend is like, Will you stop it? You are ready for new adventures, new horizons, new lovers, new orgasms. Oh, that's right. <laughs> um, oh, that's right. She's like the Miranda. <laughs> um, and then, um, and then, 
I was like, and then of course later on when she's like, oh my God, you've been fucking all night, haven't you? Is he insatiable? I bet he's insatiable. And she's just literally like sitting um, there. And I was just like, oh my God, she's so this like Samantha. And then I love <laughs> and then I love at her cocktail party when like Jack knocks on 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 the door and Carly's like, I didn't invite you, loser. And um, you know, and then and then like her work friend comes up again and she's just like, come on in, come on in, honey. I like you already. You hold and I'll pop, referring to a bottle of champagne. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and then he just goes in. And then of course you see her later at the office. She's like, I went all the way on a weekend. She went to the fucking cabin in Montauk <laughs> with this motherfucker, thinking she was gonna get laid all weekend. And then she's like, oh, he couldn't even get it up. I mean, nothing, nothing happened. Like it was so funny. She's like, Why don't you go out with him and tell me if he has a dick or um. not? <laughs> like, oh. She was pretty and good. Then, and then the movie wasn't as bad, but my moving anxiety was triggered a, a, a little bit. But I love the scene when she's like sitting in her apartment and all the moving is done and it's just full of boxes. And you can just tell she's like, oh, it's it's done. I just have to get everything together. But the hard part's over. And, um, you know, and then I was like, OK, I mean, once once you get to that part of moving, then it's like kind of tolerable, you know, so. Yeah, but the packing oh, up, <laughs> and and that's the worst. Yeah, the packing yeah. up, um, like that, I think is is worth. But it. I mean, even with none of the boxes open, that apartment still looks perfect. <laughs> Amazing, right? It was almost, but not quite as good as single yeah, white female yeah. apartment. That one was some fucking Versailles yeah, I mean, shit. I mean, <laughs> like that was so yeah, nice. I mean, this apartment just looked too modern, I, I guess, and like I love. Yeah, too ninety yeah, modern. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, it had that vibe or eighties. And then um, and then um, you know there is there is that first sex scene, which was an, an emotional journey in itself. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when she finds out he's the owner, yeah, that was just, pretty and, good. You know, and just like when you know, and like when she tries to like get it, get out of bed and kind of sneak out, and he's just like pats the bed, and he's just like, come here. <laughs> you know? <laughs> he definitely says it like in a different way. I think he's like, get the yeah, fuck over yeah. here. I, or I was like, mm. Yeah. Um like, where's my fan? And then of <laughs> course I love the last scene, which we've already talked about, when she shoots up his like precious little cameras and calls him a loser and says, Get a life. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I love how she's like, get a life. Like, I mean, God. I, I know that was like a, a, a rewrite in the original ending would have been a lot better, but I did appreciate that 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 ending. So, the fact that we found out it was Jack on the tape. Yeah, I was like, but it's Z. Like, yeah, because like he's literally not just watching all these people for nothing. Yeah, and I thought that was like kind of where we were going. Is that like all the evidence points to Jack, just like it did in Basic Instinct with you know, um, with, uh, like, Gene Triblehorn's character, but, you know, you know, you know, like, like surprise, it's, you know, it's the other one. Yeah, it's yeah. not. Yeah. It's like, he, didn't he kill Vita? Or Vida? Well, no. Wasn't that Well, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I mean, can we trust anything Jack says? Like, I mean, if... Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I we mean, don't I'll... know. Are we dumb? We just don't know. <laughs> or does everyone have this reaction? Because it definitely made no sense. It was also super weird when she's like, do you have a tape? I want to watch us. I was like, then you're, you don't have a problem yeah. with this. Like, 
Dude, he has now just shown you that he has cameras in every goddamn apartment, which means he can see everything you do and whatever. Even though he tries to play a good guy by saying, I'm the one that called the cops and the old man died and I saw him in the in the shower. I was like, what? Like, I don't know. And then she's like, let's watch us. I was like, but he has cameras in every apartment. You don't think that's weird? <laughs> you are digmatized, girl. We've all been there, but not to this and level. This is like a... Like also that part where you find out that that um that that girl is being like molested by her stepdad oh i know by her stepdad. i was like why are you doing anything like yeah and then he's like i called him and like scared him on the phone and then she knows about it she sees the girl i was like wait what like and then he's like and then she sees on the video where she's he's like who else have you told about this and she's like no one just mom and then he's like are you sure well i promise i'm never gonna do it again i was like what i mean i don't like, think like that's all he thought it was resolved by he was like oh yeah i'm never I mean, gonna do it again I mean, he's not he's not he's not able to stop he's going to keep keep doing it until someone stops him like, yeah until you go to yeah, jail yeah like straight up like what well, i don't yeah it was really weird and not to mention they had access to a cop i know that woman who was there investigating that murder they could have easily or, or the death or whatever or the murder i guess in the stairwell but they could have easily friggin brought and been like oh by the way there's this molestation happening i have it on yeah. tape yeah. like boom here's the guy fucking arrest him but I guess they would find out that he bugged everyone. Like, so then he's never going to get found out by the cops. Yeah, I know. Like, he's just going to be allowed to to rebuild this and do it again. I mean, like, it's so weird. And then he's he's like, it's reality. It's TV. It's like a soap opera. I was like, oh my god, it's just like reality TV. <laughs> but this is like the beginning of it because he's like, why watch TV when I can just watch all these people's lives? And that's kind of what we do. But it's a bit more fake yeah. now, though. But it used to be like the real world. Like, it used to be very yeah. real, you know, where nothing really would happen, but we were just listening to people's conversations, like, hanging out. They also have that, have you seen that new real world reunion that they did, where they all moved back oh, to yeah, the law? the original cast, right? From Uh-huh, except for Eric Nice wasn't allowed to live oh, really? with them. Yeah, he was, like, living in a hotel, but I think he was, like, on Zoom, oh. and the rest of them were there. It's something really weird, and I don't know why, I don't know, maybe he, would, like, had, like, a, like, something i don't know maybe he was like had the flu or sick or something who knows but yeah it was really weird like why he wasn't there but who knows yeah um yeah yeah that that's the only tape that i had that or a tip that i had that was so weird was that like jack and it not being mm-hmm. him and like it definitely making it look like it was zeke and then all of a sudden it's like zooming in and it was jack and i was like what yeah. but why all right fine <laughs> Yeah, I was like, no. And then I was like, what strange editing at the end with that get a life and then the credits. Yeah. I was like, whoa. <laughs> okay. This is super weird. It was also really weird when like, was it after dinner where she like, they were in the elevator and she like left, she left him. He was like, okay, well, I'm going to go home. I was like, what? And then she, uh, and then she, she like goes back to her place or she's like about to, and then she goes back to his place and his doors open. And he has like, I guess like, what does he have on? It's like a movie or something. Either it's a movie or it's, I guess she's already known that he looks at, has the whole, all the bugs around, like right. all the cameras around. So I think she already knows because this is after dinner. And then he like 
tackles from her, her from behind naked and it's all dark yeah. <laughs> that was really weird she's like what i was like what and he's like i knew you would come here oh it's really it's like, so funny but then i think she at that point i think she knows about naomi yeah. i think because she was like something happened because i think like right after that they have sex she's like did you come with naomi too i was like what <laughs> i was like why'd you say that and something and he was like uh no uh, I told you I didn't barely knew her. And then when he find when I love when she finds yeah. the tapes and she just sees that he literally says the same thing to like every girl, like almost verbatim, which is like, pretty funny. Busted, dude. <laughs> busted. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my God. I was like, this is so crazy. But yeah, it is definitely a weird movie. I'm so glad that I that I yeah, watched yeah. it. And I'm glad that some other people did it too, because I'm really now excited to see what other people thought about it. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I think it's so funny. So, yeah. Do you have any last notes? Um, I'm trying to think. Um, I mean, you know, um, I um, this movie does... Um, this movie does feel a bit... Well, I don't know. The editing feels a bit sloppy at times, um, which is just sort of like my one complaint. And, you know, I um, don't... Um, I don't... I don't, like... I don't... Um, it just frustrates me when you hear about like a like a like a script being rewritten like over and over and over and over again because we, because it mm-hmm. shows up like it doesn't feel like it feels you know to like quote Tim Gunn you're torturing the fabric you know so like, <laughs> yeah it definitely does feel like they were just yeah like like you said earlier like they were yeah. rushed um, yeah but sure. I mean you know um, Sh- Sh- um, Sh- Sharon Stone in in anything is always a delight and um you know we we um we um we were denied um seeing a seeing you know hot robert redford and a decent proposal we 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 like had to suffer through michael douglas you know and basic instinct and like we we you know we finally got it paid off because we got billy baldwin (laughs) (laughs) yes this is true we watched it in the best possible order we also also started strong yeah, with beer yeah. um so we started pretty strong with hot crazy mark Wahlberg. um so yeah we we went on like a quite a bit of a roller coaster but but we've landed <laughs> down at uh down at billy oh, Baldwin. Yeah. This, so yeah that's pretty cool dark hit the bullseye on the dark board like it yeah. actually did yeah. i was very thoroughly excited about this film i was like yes yeah. cool sharon stone like let's fucking do this let's see if but you know you could, I definitely it's a story issue, but that's kind of about it. Everything else about yeah. it's pretty cool, and the soundtrack's pretty yeah, cool too. Yeah, um, yeah, so I'm excited to kind of listen to that. Yeah, I uh, thought it was fun. So yeah, sweet. So yeah, this is the end of our show here. I didn't even say in the beginning, but we're doing Patreon. We're just one episode in of Freaks and Geeks. So five bucks a month, get on that Patreon.com/slash/FashionGrunge. We are having so much fun and we're also going to review on the main feed so it's free we're going to be doing donnie darko next week for the forward flash which i haven't even announced on instagram yet and we're going to be reviewing kid 90 the new documentary i think it's me you and mike you're going to do that the new documentary on hulu by silly moon cry that has a whole bunch of like 90s kids growing up so i'm really excited to do that and then after that i I really want to do more okay cool 
Yeah, I want to do Mallrats. I want to get back into like uh, some of the things that are on my early list. So yeah, it's been really fun doing this kind of erotic thriller journey. We'll pick it up uh, later at some point, but I guess we're going to go on to fucking Mallrats. Cool. I really want to do Mallrats. Yeah, so that'll be really exciting. So yeah, follow us on Instagram. Um, yours is Charles Haslam. It's mm. in the show notes. Um, and at Fashion Grunge Pod. And yeah, we will see you on the Bye next guys. one. Bye.